Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Noteworthy Podcast. I am your host, Nathan French, and I'm so excited that you're here today. It's November, everybody. I'm not going to lie to you. My Christmas tree is already up. Matter of fact, I'm sitting by my Christmas tree right now, and it's beautiful. I'm in my studio, a.k.a. my living room where the Christmas tree is at. And I'm just so excited because it's the holiday season. Thanksgiving is upon us. Christmas is upon us. And I'm so excited about it. Today on the podcast, I'm going to be talking to you about what I believe is November's most underrated sin. We don't talk about this sin a lot, but it's serious to God. Tune in to find out what that's all about. It's going to be a noteworthy episode today. Thanks for tuning in. Let's go. Hey friends, I wanted to just take a quick moment to say two very important words. Thank you. That's right. Thank you, amazing listeners, for all your support you've shown over these last few years to the Noteworthy Podcast. Thank you to everybody who has left a five-star rating and review. It means the world to me. As you know, we have an email now here at the Noteworthy Podcast. It's podcast noteworthy at gmail.com and uh, if you have any questions you can send them to me through uh, that email address it comes straight to me and uh, as promised I told you that I would answer any questions that are sent out and so today uh, looking over at our emails here at the podcast we have Brooklyn Powell who sent in a, a great email thank you Brooklyn for writing into the show Brooklyn said this. She said, hi, I'm a new listener and I have been binge listening to your episodes. Your episode on the currency of time really changed my perspective. I was wondering what your take was on finding godly direction. Thank you, Brooklyn. First of all, thank you for writing into the podcast. It means so much that you would do that. Thank you for uh, listening to the show. And I'm incredibly thankful that it has been a blessing to you. Um, To answer that question for you on what to do when looking for godly direction, I'll give you three pieces of advice. Um, First thing you need to do is you need to pray. You need to talk to Jesus and, and in that relationship with him, speak to him and tell him what you need. Say, God, I need direction. I need discernment. I need wisdom. Secondly, you need to read your Bible. Prayers, when you talk to him, when you read the word, that's when he begins to speak to you. You begin to hear his voice and he will give you direction through prayer and through the reading of his word. Thirdly, I would advise you to reach out to your spiritual leadership in your life, your pastor. Um, If you have a a youth pastor, um, reach out to them. Let them know. Say, hey, 
Pastor, I, I need direction in my life. Can you give me some counsel? The Bible says that there's wisdom in the multitude of counsel. Brooklyn, thank you for writing into the show. For all you amazing listeners, if you want to write, uh, uh, send a message directly to me. Just send it to podcastnoteworthy at gmail.com. We can answer your questions right here on the show. And we'll take a segment to read through your emails. I enjoy it. And I hope you do too. Let's get back to the show, shall we? Well, it's that time of year again. It's my favorite time of year. The holidays. Yes, my friends, like it or not, they are upon us. And I know we've all been debating on whether or not we should be talking about Christmas music yet because it's November. You know, I believe you should be listening to Christmas music right now. I'm just that guy. And to all the haters out there, can I just can I just speak to my fellow November Christmas music listeners? I loose you in Jesus' name to stop listening to the haters right now. If you want to listen to Christmas music, you go right on ahead. But it's that time of year, and it's it's that time of year where uh, Thanksgiving is upon us. They'll be cooking turkeys and mashed potatoes, stuffing, green bean casserole. And it's an exciting time of year. And it's kind of a, a downer to talk about life's most underrated sin at such a joyful time of year. But I think it's appropriate and I think it's relevant. I think it applies to every one of us. What is life's most underrated sin, you may be asking? Well, that's a good question. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1. It lists all of these horrible sins. Now, I know you're thinking... Nathan, you're bringing me down, man. You're bringing down my vibe. Well, I promise we're going somewhere, but this is important. Second Timothy, it lists horrible sins, like um, how people are lovers of their, their own selves. They're covetous. Second Timothy 3.1, it says, it says that, Know this, that in the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Look at these list of sins. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers. These are some horrible sins, right? Think about this. False accusers incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. All right, this is in your Bible. This is a list of of sins. But I actually skipped one. I skipped one. I didn't mention one when I was reading it to you. 
because it blows my mind that it's listed here. Can I just be honest with you? I I would think this one would be pushed down the list. I mean, these are serious sins. I mean, come on, blasphemers, blasphemy. Um, it says unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers. I mean, this is serious stuff. And there's this this sin that's listed here. And I believe that it's life's most underrated sin because we think it doesn't impact us like blasphemy or pride or covetousness or disobedience, rebellion. We think it's not as serious as all that. We, We underrate the detrimental power that it can have over us. And that sin is found in 2 Timothy 3, verse 2. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful. Unthankful. It's a, it's a serious offense to God to be unthankful ungratefulness is just as serious to God as all these other sins that have been listed and if we're honest we push this down the list we you know we 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 think about this as, as if it's just something people struggle with, and, and but it's not really that important. But I think November is the perfect time with Thanksgiving upon us. It's, it's an amazing time of year. Don't miss out on it by being unthankful. It's time to be filled with, with thanksgiving and i'm not just talking about turkey i'm talking about filled with joy filled with contentment and peace colossians 3 and 15 says let the peace of god rule in your hearts to which also ye are called in one body and be ye thankful let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. So here we are right in the middle of the holidays And we know that Thanksgiving offers us some great food. But it's more than just a turkey day. Thanksgiving is something that happens in our hearts. Thanksgiving is something that should be a lifestyle. Scripture talks about us uh, being thankful repeatedly. Colossians 3.17 Whatsoever uh, you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God 
and the father by him. Leviticus 22 and 29, it says, And when ye will offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving unto the Lord, offer it at your own will. Psalm 104, it says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. Friends, this is a sin we can all be guilty of. I can be guilty of this sin. But don't push it down the list as if it's not something that needs to be repented of. I um, I caught myself just last week in, in, in a mindset of, of ungratefulness. I had... I had let my my overwhelm my problems overcome my mind for a moment and in prayer the Lord revealed to me that's ungratefulness and I began to cry I I began to repent before the Lord just like you would repent for blasphemy you need to repent for when you are in a mindset of ungratefulness. To to be unthankful is a horrible thing. It's not the will of God for you to live your life unthankful. But we're all guilty of it. I um I, I'm recording this on a Sunday um and uh, it's it's actually pretty late at night. My kids are in bed, and and uh, it's just a really peaceful atmosphere right now where I'm recording. And uh, this morning, about eight o'clock, pulled up to the church, and we live in Georgia, but there was like really cold weather that blew through Georgia this week, and it was so cold this morning. I mean, it was cold, y'all. I'm just telling you, it was cold. I don't care who you are. That was cold. (laughs) It was one of those mornings. And I pulled up to church and I was so cold. And and, and I I walked out and I saw my brother Jonathan. And uh, which, by the way, my brother Jonathan has a brand new podcast called Whatever with Jonathan French. Go look it up. It's amazing. Go subscribe to it. And Jonathan was out there. I said, bro, I'm so cold. Walked up, walked upstairs, got ready for vocal rehearsal. And they had turned the heat on. And I looked at, at um, one of our praise singers and I said, I'm so hot. Because <laughs> they had turned on the heater. And I caught myself going, you know what? Here I am in a nice warm room outside of the cold. And here I am complaining about being too hot. Isn't it just like us humans? To, to, to be unthankful is so natural to us. Right? I mean, it, it just comes so easy for us to be ungrateful. Look with me in Psalm 104. I read it before. This is 100 verse 4. I read this before. Uh, scripture you probably know enter into his gates with thanksgiving into his courts with praise and be thankful unto him and bless his name 
the gate is representing access to enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Therefore, it is always a gateway into God's presence. Thankfulness, thanksgiving is a gateway into God's presence. The court is representing God's presence. It's impossible to enter God's presence without being thankful. I'm going to say that one more time because I believe this is revelation. It's simple, but it'll change your life. It is impossible to get to the court of God's presence without going through the gate of thanksgiving. Thanks is the gate, no matter how you swing it. Being thankful is the key to feeling the presence of God in your life. You know, a lot of people struggle to feel the presence of God because they are unthankful. They're not grateful for what God has done for them. Unthankfulness, ungratefulness is a sin. Now, I know that's harsh, and and I know, uh, you know my heartbeat. If you've listened to this podcast, you know I'm not getting on to anybody today. I'm trying to reveal to you the seriousness of this sin and how it is listed amongst the most serious of sins. And the, the, the company that you keep when you are unthankful. When, when, when you are unthankful, you are amongst the boasters, the covetous, the proud, the blasphemers, the unholy. This is, this is the company you keep in 2 Timothy 3 and 2. Unthankfulness is surrounded by horrible things. God considers it paralleled with all these other things, and it is the most underrated sin in our lives. If you went out and you blasphemed, we'd all be laying hands on your head, praying you through, Jesus, forgive them, God. But when somebody is unthankful, when we are unthankful, we, we push it down the list and we act as if it doesn't matter. When somebody is covetous and unholy, false accusers, these are just all sins listed right in the same scripture. Despisers of those that are good. That sounds serious, right? Because it is serious. And God lists the unthankful right there with them. You know, sometimes it takes faith to give thanks. Some, sometimes you have to give thanks uh, even when, when things don't look good. Sometimes you have to trust him when things aren't, aren't going your way. And you just have to give thanksgiving through faith in him. In the late 1800s, 
a man named George Mueller operated an orphanage that at, at one time had over a thousand orphans. And he tells a story that is so amazing. He says one morning there was no food to eat. He called all the children and the staff together and they prayed, thanking God for the provision of food, even though no food was on the table. A few moments later, a baker knocked on the door. He told Mr. Mueller that God had led him to bake bread the night before and give it to the orphanage. Before the bread was given to the children, a milkman knocked on the door. He said that his milk truck had broken down and he wanted to give the milk to the orphanage. George Mueller gave thanks even when he didn't have anything on his table. And God provided. Sometimes it takes faith to give thanks. But give it anyways. Friends, we are blessed. You hear me today? We're blessed. We're highly favored of God. He has been so good to us. I was um, teaching youth class one time. And I had a, a pitcher of water and I poured every... A person in class a glass of water and I said drink this glass of water as fast as you can they all drink the water and I told him I said in some countries you would have just drank your water supply for the entire day think about that we're blessed. And we need to be reminded that we're blessed and be thankful for how blessed we truly are. God's just good, my friends. He's good. I was at NAYC a few years ago. I think this was in 2017. I'm a youth pastor here in the Atlanta area, and we had our students there. Had over 30 students that we were responsible for that week. And... Uh, Y'all, it was crazy. All the restaurants were full. You couldn't get into any restaurants on Friday night. And uh, we had brought food with us, but these kids ate all the food. And I'm a stressed out youth pastor, man. I mean, the restaurants won't let us in. All the, you know, it's NAYC. The city's locked down. Just could not get any food. And... I had a bunch of hangry students that were tired and ready to eat. And we walked into the hotel lobby and I, I looked at my wife, Rachel, and I held her hand and I said, we need to pray that God will provide because this is so stressful. We said, God, would you make a way somehow? And I'll never forget, we took our 30 students, we went and we sat in the lobby. They didn't know that we didn't have a plan. <laughs> they, I'm sure they, they knew they'd get food somehow. But I didn't know as their leader how we were going to get food to all these kids. And uh, a youth pastor walked up to me from a different city and he said, You know what? We ordered in this Italian food and it's just too much. We can't eat of it eat all of it. Would y'all like some of it? 
I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. Two minutes later, a separate youth pastor walked up to me from a different state and said, we have all this food. We ordered too much pizza before all the restaurants closed. Would you guys like this? And it happened two or three times. I'm telling you the truth. Two or three times. And uh, all 30 of our students were fed for free that night by people that just gave from the overflow. We're blessed. We're blessed. Sometimes it takes faith to give thanks. Give it anyways. So I want you to think about three things in closing when it comes to being thankful. Number one, my friends, think about one thing you're thankful for. Put that in your mind today and dwell on that as you go to work today, as you go to school, as you go to your jobs. Think about that one thing you're thankful for. Number two, think about one thing that God has blessed you with. And number three, think about one way you're going to use your blessings to help somebody else. And you're going to have a good day, my friends. Life's most underrated sin, being unthankful. I've been guilty of it. And I don't want to be again. I want to walk in the promises of God and realize and understand that I'm blessed. Can I pray for you today? Jesus, we love you. We thank you so much for your goodness and your mercy that followed us into this day. They were new when we woke up this morning. I pray for every listener that you would bless them today. I pray that you would go with them and encourage them. God, forgive us of this sin, of ungratefulness. God, help us to be cognizant and aware of how blessed we really are today. As we enter into this Thanksgiving season, God, let us remember what it's all about. And we'll give you all the praise and all the glory. And everybody said, in Jesus' name. Guys, I love you. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Thanksgiving's coming up in just a couple of weeks. If you live in the Georgia area, we have a big event at my church called Exalt. It's on November 22nd. We have Brother David Jennings going to be with us, Brother Devin Cunningham, um, Raka Salida, Justin and Caitlin Kamlick. Uh, the Apostolic Tabernacle Choir is going to be singing, and it's hosted at my church, Apostolic Tabernacle in Jonesboro, Georgia. You can look us up on Facebook or Instagram. Free registration is available. And if you live in this area, we'd be honored to have you with us. Thanksgiving's coming up. Get the turkeys ready. Get the green bean casserole ready. Get the loaded mashed potatoes ready. I'm there. I'm there, okay? I'm there to celebrate with you. And I'm going to be playing Christmas music the whole time. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. We'll see you next time.